0: Good day and welcome to Holding Fast. Trust your anchor is gripped firmly to the Word of God. Again, this morning, we have been turning our attention toward what became of the apostles, whatever happened to them. Uh, they went out serving the Lord, and so in the in the, in the uh, few podcasts that we've been looking at it thus far, we've been able to spend some time examining the life of Peter and the life of Andrew. We're going to turn to another one of those disciples today, and we're going to ask God to give us some wisdom from him and to be able to see in him a faithful servant of the Lord that, in this man's case, he served him until the end. Uh, And his end was quicker than many of the other disciples. We never know what kind of time God's going to give us in terms of service for him today, So I hope that today you've begun this opportunity by looking forward to serving the Lord in the time that he gives to you. We all have two dates that will be printed on our tombstones one day. And I hope that the time in between your two dates is going to be lived in absolute selfless selfless sacrifice to our Savior. And I think that that is the lesson that we learn from many of these disciples as we page through the scriptures and we see the scant information that's given to us and in many many cases we are relying on some traditions or resources outside of the bible that gives us insight into what these men did and they were greatly used of the lord we know that there are traditions throughout history in different countries where these men gave the very the very end of their strength to reaching the population of these countries for the Lord Jesus Christ. And I would say as a general viewpoint and as a general lesson that we learn from all these disciples is that God expects and calls each one of us to give of ourselves, to give of our physical health, to give of our finances, to give of our spiritual um, energies, to reaching people for Christ. After all, Isn't that the very last commandment that was given to us by our Lord, that we would go into the world and make disciples, that we would baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, that we would teach them to observe all things that our Lord has commanded us. I hope that that's your goal today. I hope that you look for uh, numerous opportunities to be able to serve the Lord Time is draw, drawing to a close here for believers on this earth. I genuinely begin, believe that it, we can't be far from our Lord's return. I don't know when that date's going to be. Uh, I pray that it will be soon. I see the breakdown of our culture today, and I see the hostility and antagonism that's towards God's people. And I'm reminded that uh, my Savior said He's going to come back and get me one day. And I know that if you're a follower of His, if you are a believer, if you have trust in the finished work of Christ on Calvary, that that is is a, a longing that you have within your own heart today. Well, we thank the Lord for these men of God. Thank the Lord for their service. We've looked at Peter and Andrew, and the one I draw our attention to today is the man named James. James, the son of Zebedee, a fisherman, the Lord loved fishermen. Apparently, he spent a great deal of time around them. And James, we are told in the book of Acts chapter 12, which is where our attention is for this podcast. The Bible says, now about that time, Herod the king stretched forth his hands to vex certain of the church, and he killed James, the brother of John with the sword. That's the information that we have about him in Acts chapter 12, the first two verses. Uh, During the persecutions of Herod Agrippa the first, now understand that the Herod that is mentioned here in Acts chapter 12 and verse 1 is not the same as Herod the Great who lived during at the birth of of our Savior. This is actually Herod the Great's grandson, Herod Agrippa the first, that brought great persecution uh, on the people of God, on the, on the well, on believers, on Christian people. Uh, and about 44, about AD 44, the Apostle James, we're told in verse 2, was literally beheaded with the sword. We know that before his death, James the Greater... Uh, that's what he came to be known by because there are several people that are named James in the New Testament. Actually, there are four maybe five different men in the New Testament uh that are named James The reason it's four or five is because uh one of the descriptions of this man named James actually may be an overlap or may also be a descriptor of one of the Jameses already mentioned. uh We know that this particular James, James, the son of Zebedee, was was in the inner circle of three disciples that Jesus included in a number of his miracles. The Bible indicates in the Gospels that there were different groups uh, within the twelve disciples, and Peter, James, and John were at the top of those groups who were made intimates of the Lord, who were brought in in many of his greater miracles in order to observe exactly what the Savior did so that they could testify with their own words as to who Christ was. Uh, the James that are mentioned, number of James that are mentioned in the New Testament, uh, this one, James, the son of Zebedee, of course, is one of the 12. There was a James, the son of Alphaeus as well. Uh, he was another apostle that's mentioned in Mark chapter 3 and verse 18. Then there's another James, James the lesser or James the less. He was son, uh, uh, a son of one of the women who was named Mary in Mark chapter 15. There was James in the New Testament, the half-brother of our Lord, who was the son of Joseph and Mary. He was actually the pastor of the Jerusalem church, uh, who came to believe and be a follower of his half-brother Jesus, our Lord. And he was the leader of the Jerusalem church and the author of the epistle that we find at the back of our New Testaments, uh, named James. And then James, the father or brother of Judas, not the Judas Iscariot, but another Judas in Luke chapter 6 and verse 16. So there are a number of individuals called this, but this particular James was James the son of Zebedee. He was the uh, one of the inner circle of, uh, of our Lord's confidence. Before James the greater, uh, as we are going to call him here, uh, before he... He uh, died. He was used by the Lord to preach the gospel uh, in Jerusalem and Judea, all of modern Israel. James made the circuit. He was a circuit rider of of, uh, sorts that would go around and would preach to all those that were Jewish believers that lived in the towns and lived in the villages that had embraced faith in Jesus Christ, and he would serve them. And verse 2 simply tells us of his end. In chapter 12 of Acts, and that he was beheaded with the sword. He died for his faith and for his faithfulness in the preaching of the Word of God and extension of the gospel of Jesus Christ. James was made aware of this even when he began in his apostleship, and then at the end of our Lord's days. Have the opportunity to to spend time seeing Christ in His glory and in His His uh, His Majesty and His power and in His glory, and so we thank the Lord for James. And I know that there were many people that came to be believers in our Savior as a result of James' faithful ministry. There is a later tradition that teaches that James preached the gospel in in Spain, a later tradition. I don't know that there's much veracity to it, but sometime before his death, sometimes there you'll find a tradition that he did so. I believe that he probably spent most of his ministry right in modern-day Israel, and he was faithful to the end. He stayed true to the Lord. After all, the things that he had seen, the teaching they had heard, the messages that Christ had preached, the absolute conviction he had that he was the Messiah, that he is the Messiah, that he is the only one that may save and forgive of sins, that compelled James, as it did the other disciples, to sacrifice themselves for the cause of our Savior. I wonder today uh, how much we are, uh, how much we have of that same kind of spirit. Are we willing to give of this life and its interests and the things this world offers? Are we really ready to set that aside and say, Lord, I want to serve you until I have no breath left within me. I want to serve you until death calls me home. I wonder today, why don't we pause and ask the Lord to greatly use us as he did James. Father, we thank you for this day. Thank you for your grace and mercy. Thank you for your servant James who gave his life that the gospel might be proclaimed and souls would be saved. Bless us today, Father, as we serve you. In Christ's name I pray. God bless you today. Walk with the Lord. Stay faithful to Him and serve Him until He takes that breath away and brings us to be with Him. God bless you.